Welcome to the We Done It podcast. We are here to educate you, even though we're not really all that educated. We're just a couple of married women. Married to each other. And we're just trying to figure out this whole podcast thing. Because I think a lot of you told us we should. And I mean, if you're anything like Lucy, you're going to listen to this on two times speed. And if you are anything like Kelsey, you don't even know that you can change the speed of a podcast. So whether you are driving or taking your dog for a walk, maybe you're doing your dishes or crushing a workout or you're getting after that to-do list, don't worry, we got you. And we love your stinking guts. Cheers, honey. Cheers, beautiful. Cheers to episode number five. Here we go. Mambo number five. <laughs> Wait, have you seen that meme that says something about like, all my friends are over there on kid number three and I'm still on Mambo number five. Yeah. <laughs> I did see that. I like it. You showed it to me yesterday and I actually laughed. <laughs> and normally I don't laugh at those kind of things. But that Mambo on, yeah, number five. Like, took me back to the song. Yeah. So we are on episode number five and today we are going to talk about Lucy. Look at that, how that has just shaken out. <laughs> it's your favorite thing to talk I about. I love it. Let's dive into it, doll. Okay, well, it's not pretty. It's not. This isn't the pretty this side. Is, this is not going to be a pretty episode. It's going to be a real episode. It's going to be probably one of those episodes where I say something that maybe she doesn't know yet. Mm-hmm. Because this is one of the first times I think that we've had in-depth conversation about it from like both sides, just like... Fair yeah. and square, whatever said is said instead of holding judgment to it. Because now mm-hmm. it's in the past. It's fine. We can talk about it. Yeah. So we but, are here to talk about the fact that Lucy was a little bit crazy sometimes when it came to the food that she ate. Yeah. Her relationship with food, her relationship with fitness, how that affected our relationship because I watched her go through this. Um, and yeah, I don't think it was pretty on both of our sides. So we're going to get real. We're going to get raw. Um, yeah. It, I think that we should probably just do that. I think so, but just like a warning, if like this might trigger you in some sort of way, so please just like listen to it with an open mind, knowing that this conversation doesn't have to stop here and we can keep having it. Um, But yeah, we have kind of like clued in on other episodes where like, oh, we'll talk about that on another episode. So like, this is the first one that we're going to do that on. And yeah, like it's something that I talk about, you know, a lot in my world, but it's not a whole lot of stuff that we've talked about together. So I'm excited to just like... Full disclaimer also, this is just our story. Yeah. So if you're going through something like this, um, maybe you need to approach it in your own way. I don't want to say that we like have all the answers and that, yeah. you know, this is just our story with what is going on. So we maybe, yeah. Yeah. We just want to share our story, yeah. our sides of I it. I just know it's a touchy subject. So when you like start talking too much about it in a public, yeah. it's like, okay, this is actually just what happened. So it is totally. And so let's just like Judgment preface. Judgment free zone. Here yeah. we go. Let's, We're just going to maybe say some stuff. Let's do it. Um, cool. So... How do you want to start, doll? Um, let's start from the very beginning. Is that a, a song? A very good place to start. Yeah, I think it's from The Sound of Music. All right, well, the beginning is when you were a child and when I was a child from knowing this about us, mm-hmm. we grew up in households that, like, predominantly there was healthy food. Yeah, oh, man. It was healthy, it was affordable, it was, like... I remember being in grade four and not getting like a peanut butter and jam sandwich <laughs> ever in my life. Never would I, but I would get like mayonnaise and expensive cheese and Brussels sprouts yep. and turkey breast and Dijon mustard with like all this stuff on it. And my mom, <laughs> like I love her to death. I do, but we got these like 
gourmet healthy kind of meals because obviously she wanted to eat that stuff so right. we were just gonna eat what she ate and now versus mom's eating what kids eat yeah and now it's like bring that like that's what i want yeah but i want like a back big, juicy a kid, yeah like i just want cheese. a peanut butter <laughs> it was like i can't even open my sandwich at school because i'm the smelly kid with the smelly cheese and like yeah right well i wasn't allowed to eat school lunch at school i had to go home for my gourmet sandwiches and i always intentionally brought friends and we would have like <laughs> here's my gourmet <laughs> meal yeah we everyone. would get the best stuff it was so much fun so um yeah just noting that the two of us we grew up in that environment and had to eat like shredded weed and those sorts of things for breakfast we were not allowed to have fruit loops ever oh my god sugary cereal like no once a year i think peanut butter with sugar in it no mm. Like, do you know what I mean? All these things, it was like, you, we didn't get those. We had lunch orders. Do you guys have lunch orders? Um, like a Subway lunch? No. Or like, I guess kind of, but like they do it differently in Australia. So what happens is you have this laundry basket and you're in a classroom and you write on this brown paper bag, like one times minute noodle, one times Fanta drink, one time red skin. Like these are the foods that we would order. And then you put the, it has like a price list that every parent gets at the beginning of the year. And you put your money in this brown paper bag and some kid, the goody two shoes takes it to the canteen in like the beginning of the day, all these brown paper bags in the lunch, uh, in the basket. And then at lunchtime, the kids go and get it and you bring back and it brings all this lunch. And I was allowed that on my birthday and that's it. And I was only allowed like $4 and 50 cents to spend. Not a sore spot at all. Obviously, I'm just like bitter about it. But I was like, oh my God, I couldn't even get the stuff that I wanted, like the meat pie, because I wasn't in my budget. Yeah. I totally had to get the minute get the minute noodles and, and then my the snacks drink. were like raisins and almonds. Yeah. Nothing good. No, like fruit roll-ups ever. Never. Oh. I would go to my friend's house and like after school want to play with them. And I instantly wanted to go in their pantry. Mm. And I was like, this is bullshit. Yeah. You have so many good things that I'll never have. <laughs> I was like, because this my is mom just was here? like, hard no. I was the same. It's like, this is just here and you don't want it. I'm like, do you want a Rice Krispie square? They're, They're like, like, no. no. Yeah, I'm, I'm like, oh, what? I'm just going to take this in my backpack then. Because <laughs> I want this later for I sure. never get this. So I'm going to no. take it and hold it. I had it under my pillows and my mom oh, was yeah. like, no. Me but too. like, I want it so bad. Me too. I hear you, girl. Yeah, so we grew up in a very <laughs> healthy world. That's how we'll probably parent because I don't like. <laughs> no. Yes, kids yeah, should have exactly. sugar, but like you don't need to be waking you're up. You're having sprouts on your sandwich, honey. Yeah, you're even having... if I put them in the middle of your peanut butter jam, you're eating them. Yeah, and having blue <laughs> cheese, spinach in that for sure. Yeah, you're having kale. Sorry, <laughs> sorry, future children. Quinoa in it everywhere. <laughs> Anyways, so that's I think what is a good way to start. Yeah, like right? that we just both had pretty, I would say, healthy, no pun intended, and upbringings. we were both very active. Mm-hmm. We played sports. I was never... Sports! Sports. <laughs> Go sports! I love that what you played sports. What sports did you sports. play? I hey, love that you played sports! I was a sports person. <laughs> uh, I played basketball, but like pretty much any ball sport. Love the balls. <laughs> you did love basketball. It's your thing, isn't it? Yeah, I'm pretty good at it still. Um, I know. Just admit it. I'll admit it. Um, Kelsey loves coming to watch me play basketball. You don't play basketball anymore. <laughs> Admit it. Because <laughs> I kept getting injured. I'm getting old. <laughs> I kept rolling my ankles. Anyway, sports. Yeah. Sports. What sport did you play? What sport didn't I play? That was the most confident thing I've ever said. Yeah. Like what? queen. That was very like queen. sure of myself. Should we go play some ball right now? Um, no, I didn't play basketball. That one's well, actually I did for one year and it was so funny. <laughs> I was not good. Everyone knew it. Yeah. I'm picturing yeah. you running and bouncing the ball at the same time. And it's my favorite thing to pick up. <laughs> you I just, didn't, didn't. No. You're so cute. Yeah. Though. I wasn't good at it. No. Ask some of my friends. <laughs> you can just imagine. But I played volleyball. I was very good at that. Yeah. Very, very good at that. You're really good at golf. I was really good at golf. I was very good at hockey. Yes. I 
um, could snowboard really well. Yeah. And in track and field, I was the girl who was always throwing the discus and the shot put because fucking running wasn't my thing. My Can you imagine me running like a hundred meter <laughs> dashes? Like, I could do hurdles because then there was like a purpose. Oh. But like me fucking just running for the sake of it is <laughs> not. You're my strong woman. You're so cute. Yeah, I'm like, I could throw that shot put How do we super feel? far. Okay, can we talk about a sport for a second? How do we feel about high jump? Because if you ask me, wait, no, it's pole vault that I'm thinking of. That's you not- fuck, you run with this thing and you shove it in the ground and you're like, as a kid, right? They're like, here, do this sport. And you're like, sorry, what is this big stick? And you're supposed to I run. I know someone who does that. And you, sh- yeah, okay, one thing to train for it, another thing to be as a kid in track and field, learning it to shove it in the ground and be like hoping that. Wait, it- did you do that? Yeah, did you not? Um, I never did that one. We did all the like high well, jumps. And okay, stuff, but I don't. Think I'm not. I think. We it wasn't as that. long as like the runway where they run in like the Olympics. <laughs> well, no kidding. We would use like the high jump thing, but you and would what run were you jumping over? It. You run how hard? Like how high did you go? Pretty as a kid. You go pretty high, and then on the other side is this massive mat, and you land on it. But like you would always as good a, for you as a kid. Majority of the people are like pushing this thing to the ground, going under the bar that's like up there because yeah. we don't know how to fling ourselves over. But then there's like always that one kid that that's like, like knows how to like put it in perfectly <laughs> and like springs up and over. And I'm just like, like, I don't feel like we should be doing this. It's like not even a teacher around us. Like people were flinging off the side of the mats and like anyway. I just think that's a crazy sport. Good for you if you were into what's it called pole vaulting. Yeah, pole but vaulting. I, I was into discus style. Yes. And shot put. I can throw a frisbee really well, too. You're my girl. There's a lot of things I can do, except for play basketball. <laughs> anyway, I don't know how we got here. We got I way don't know off track. Either, because we were eating well as kids, and we were very <laughs> athletic. What sports did you play? Sports. Sports. <laughs> okay, so. No, what sports did you play? Oh, basketball? I told you basketball. I played everything. Australian though. rules football. Yeah, footy. Footy. I'm really good at that, too. She's very mean. <laughs> Lucy plays all the aggressive people sports. She's like, gonna come and get you. Yeah, like, don't fuck with me. She's gonna elbow you for sure. Yeah, she's I not got playing bony fair. elbows. She is out to win, and she does not care if that means you lose badly. Yeah, I have, like, <laughs> the most competitive bones in my body. I was born that way. We don't need to try and change it. But, like, if you want to, like, <laughs> race me to the kitchen, I'm like, this is now a sport. Yeah, don't and expect it to be fun. How are not. we keeping She's gonna score. get you. <laughs> if I'm not winning, I'm not playing. We're at a party the other night, model. and there was, like, what do you call it? X and O's? Uh, and crosses? No. Knots and crosses? Do you call it knots and crosses? X's and O's? So like with You this, and me? There's this little like tiny pad of the paper uh, pa- pad of paper <laughs> sitting on the bench and I'm like draw this like cross thing to play Kelsey and she's like kind of in conversation with other people and I'm like play with me like what what are you doing like let's go and then she finally plays with me and then i like start the scoreboard at the top right and she's just like oh my god seriously like we're at a we're party like at a house party and she wants to <laughs> kick my ass like x's and o's and i'm I like beat okay her. i'm not like actually really who won attention. she was like yeah i'm winning 2-1 i'm like oh okay. yeah who won so competitive yeah. we've been athletic we yeah. ate healthy food we love ourselves and then somehow lucy stops loving herself mm-hmm. and gets into this massive dark hole of an eating disorder and yeah so i was like how old was i i don't even know i'll just <laughs> so like it wasn't that i was like not loving myself anymore i kind of like well you have definitive moments in your life where you realize like you had let yourself go because mm-hmm. i think you gained what i'm I'll help tell your story because i mm-hmm. know it really well is like you moved away from home yeah we've all done that well hopefully <laughs> you should probably move <laughs> if out not, if you move. have the ability to move out of your house you probably should go be independent book a we trip we did it Lucy had all this freedom. She doesn't know how to live on her own. She's on the other side of the world. She's like just loving life and she gets a little out of hand and she's drinking. How much Coke were you drinking? 
I Diet used to Coke? stop. Well, it wasn't even Diet Coke. It was just the real deal. Coca-Cola, or two liter bottle of and Coke. And you would take, Kate, my other thing is you would take it on a hike. Oh, yeah. And that was your hydration was Coca-Cola? Coca-Cola and those frozen Twix. She would hide ice cream bars ice cream in bars. her backpack to eat when she got to the top of this little and hike And I she thought was nothing of it. She didn't think that was weird at all. Melting ice cream. It was the best at the top of the hike. Regardless. <laughs> She was walking up with Coca-Cola yeah. and ice cream and a backpack. a bit of a big girl. It's fine, though, because, like, when you're backpacking and you're on a minimalistic life and you're trying to save, like, obviously live, but yeah. not save money, but even just, like, have money to get on the next yeah. bus you need, sometimes that's kind of what you have and you, it's uh, it's available, so you do. Yeah. And then you end up well, parts not of being me, like, able to buy pants. Parts of me kind of, like, miss those days because, like, my life, like, I didn't really think about food that much. It actually was just, like, at the bottom of the totem pole around, like, everything to do with food and now i'm like so much more aware of everything that like i struggled to go a day still like you know food is just very important to me in different ways now but i definitely still like think about it every single day whereas back then i'm like oh the innocence like i just like it didn't even cross my mind it was like ice cream bar sweet beer what did you sweet. eat for breakfast from tim and horton like all the time you oh would get two everything bagels two everything bagels with cream cheese and bacon and then what <laughs> would you get you would go to starbucks though to get your venti, venti latte double it, it was non-fat <laughs> uh yeah like she was health conscious yeah i just had like all these like weird little things that i did when even when i met you right like i was still doing yeah, you were doing very very weird things yeah and you were spending a lot of money on it because you didn't know how to do it any of yourself like you didn't weren't doing it yourself yeah you were always no. buying these things yeah and i was just like straight up addicted to them like i was actually like not even just addicted to the, like the food or the drink i was addicted to like the that was my routine i was like this is where i stop at this time and i go and get that and i just needed to have That's that what i have and yeah. here's where i am and then <laughs> and then it kind of got a little out of hand where i was all of a sudden very like you know focused on my physical self what my body was looking like um you know i dropped myself down to like a really low body fat percentage i was like tiny very muscly and not really eating a lot of food a little bit obsessed with yourself also because this is the part of the podcast where i think i might offend you and maybe if i don't offend you i might offend our listeners because i don't want it to seem like i'm attacking you but from my side of this whole story is that everything that was going on with you with your eating and your everything i also went through so Mm -hmm. we are we already openly talked about how i'm going to give you my side of the story too right well yeah and i think before i tell it like i think you just need like just dive in just like start like from the beginning of like noticing things like let's just well i'll let you go but if i interrupt it's because like i think my perspective of that is on knowing that you kind of were a little bit crazy and obsessive no, but like sure. i i honestly the whole time was like dude i think she's obsessed with herself but you can't tell someone in a new relate like do you know what i mean but you were well let's just go with your side because like often i'm telling everything and so it's like i had you know i was very like you know counting calories restricting food working out for hours a day um just obsessed with taking photos of my body and like how did that start do you think like w- at what point because um i think that like, like I- how, when did you I got to the point where my- you stopped eating you'd stopped doing all of these things you started working out like mm-hmm. hardcore you were obsessed so like how did that happen to you well i think i, I remember so there's this gym um that i joined and i joined after like a bad breakup and i remember going there and like i was still living with a girl at the time and i remember going to that gym and at this point i didn't really know what i was doing for workouts i didn't really know movements or like much about exercise or fitness or anything and so i remember going to this gym and using all of my like energy and emotions and everything on these workouts and then they'd be like you know i'd see someone from like 
three weeks that I saw three weeks before that was kind of from like that old world of like you know those groups of friends or whatever and they would be like oh like you're looking really good like you know surprisingly like it like is everything okay and you know I was starting to like really put attention onto my workouts and really put attention onto like going to the gym and, and using that time for me and starting to actually like it just became the way that you were coping you were like well you know, I'll just yeah fill my void with exercise yeah and I didn't know that at the time right, right, I right, just right. Was, that was what I was doing and it was kind of making me happy yeah. so I was like I'm just gonna keep doing this and then yeah it got to the point like I remember these photos and like now I look back on them but they're at this like you know I'm at this pride parade and I look back on these photos and I'm like cheapest like it's scary looking like I look very tiny and skinny and unwell and you know I remember that and at that point were you like how much were you eating like what were do you know what I mean because exercise is one thing but are you also like still eating all these things or is this like the boiled chicken broccoli thing um well this was the start of it yeah I mean I was still like food wasn't my focus I was definitely just like working out a lot um but I was starting to like you know I was on like bodybuilding.com and like ordering stuff and like finding out these new like things about supplements and like going down that like road (coughs) of things and so I think that this was like kind of the start of it but I remember like even on that day people being like I was running into a bunch of people that I'd seen like maybe a year ago or whatever and they were like like are you okay like you look kind of sick and I just I still have those photos and I still like you look at them and it's just like oh my goodness like there's nothing there's nothing to me which happens I think to a lot of people life happens and things get busy and you fill a void with something and what Mm -hmm. no matter what it is and a year later your life is completely different so it's not to blame you but you obviously have like started yourself on this track of yeah negative thinking which I think then turned into something else. like it got really huge to the point of your obsession because like at that point you're like okay cool I just love working out because mm-hmm. it feels good I don't know why it feels good but I like how it's it's yeah. working and it gives me some sort of purpose but then you actually got to like kind of a very scary spot mm-hmm. where it like tilted on from being like okay we should like Lucy just is like looking a little weird or not weird mm-hmm. but like sick a little bit or should we worry about her or should we whatever it's mm-hmm. like okay now she like legitimately is on this whole other train and yeah like, I think if you could explain what that was like, because you obviously have memory of going from being, like, fun and happy about it to, like, stopping living your life and not going out and not doing mm-hmm. anything because they might offer you something to eat and you can't have it because you yeah. didn't work out hard enough. Like, there's yeah. a definite transition in when it became... Yeah, and I I really wish I could remember more of, like, the food side because, you know, I used to just, like, eat a bunch of bagels and drink a bunch of Coke and order these, like, coffees. Like, I used to eat out a lot, like, restaurants and take out, like, you know, even if it was, like, Mexican food or, like, Subway or whatever, like, these fast, quick, convenient food options, they were very much a big part of my life. And so I wish I could kind of remember where it switched from, like, that to me, like, meal prepping hardcore, which was my way for, like, a few years um but I I think it just kind of happened gradually I was like working out and feeling really good but then I was ready for like more results and quicker results and faster results like all of us and so I was like okay well I obviously need to be in a calorie deficit I need to like eat less and so it kind of just like trickled one thing into another and then all of a sudden you know I wasn't eating out anymore because that was like way too high in calories and I couldn't control that and it you know long story short it turned into chicken for breakfast and lunch and dinner and broccoli and brown rice and those three things were like kind of this and egg whites they were sometimes um but those were kind of like the staple of what made up my diet because I was like 
just focusing on like okay what does my body need and these is this is what it needs to do what i want it to do Mm -hmm. and i didn't really know outside of that like how to how to live so would you say that it it was more of a like it didn't start as a food problem it started as an exercise problem yeah i mean because you were all about results and it was like okay my body is no longer mm -hmm. anything to me other than a machine because you've worked it down to muscles and purpose and fat percentage and everything to a t that your body actually just became a machine and you knew to work that machine to its proper Mm -hmm. like outcome then you need to give it exactly this and you were like like on point with everything like with fat with protein with to yeah. down to the actual oh yeah do you know what i mean like you were so obsessive but i think it's because you were like well that's the best way that my machine can work right yeah because you kind of like just stopped caring about your body as a body you just started caring about it as like okay well how can it be to its maximum potential like i don't have eight abs i have six and there's a little bit too much of this around it it's like as a perfect machine i should be better yeah, and, like, I don't even know It's kind where... of how I see it happening to you, but then, mm-hmm. like, do you know what I mean? Like, Well, it definitely started with the exercise thing because I remember there was, like, this... It was called the 30-minute circuit, and I didn't know how to use any of the equipment, and you would get on one, and you would go into while the light was green, and then you would stop when it turned red, and then you'd move to your next equipment. And it was, like, it started with, like, a cardio, and then you went on to these weight things, and I remember I would just go to the gym every day and do that circuit. And at this point, I was, like, I don't really know much about this world. But I definitely at that point was not focusing on food. I didn't really know much about food. So it definitely started with the exercise thing. And then I think it just, yeah, like you said, it came to this point where I then started to realize this is how I want to look. And for whatever reason, I was very like into looking very lean and muscular and having zero fat on my body. And that became obsessive for me to the point where, you know, on Instagram, even like those are all the people that I would follow. And, you know, I'd have photos of my body next to theirs and like photo after photo after photo on my like camera day after day after day after day yeah. after day after day after day after day after day <laughs> of your body, body to see if every day you look different because yeah. if you didn't look better you had failed is yeah. is that how i could understand it correctly because i guess not even that i'd failed but just like i wasn't looking how i wanted reaching to look your max potential yeah and like you just see yourself as well you're obviously super like motivated to be your best self so Mm -hmm. if your motivation is to be your best self and that's what you think your best self is there really is i don't think any stopping you no because that's the type of personality that you do have so you just always knew that ultimately you could be better yeah i think i still have like that sort of personality but now i've just learned how to like channel it in different ways and spread it out in different things but i definitely have the tendencies to be like okay this is what i'm focusing on and like i will get to my goal and there's no ifs ands and buts about it so like when i saw those you know even like a trainer that i was working with she like had these like big you know shoulders that i loved and she had these like ripped abs and i was like okay that's where i'm getting and so i remember like sending her photos of like this is my body like why don't i look like you and like almost blaming her because i was like i'm doing everything you're telling me to do and you know there was some other health things that were starting to creep in at this point but like for me i couldn't see any of those because i was like i can't am figure getting out why that. i can't do that exactly yeah so <sighs> scary place to be mm-hmm. obviously um how long did this go on like would you say from having like an exercise habit Mm -hmm. is that what you would call it to then having it was almost addiction like i couldn't go without i couldn't go a day without it no and you obsessed over it like when will i go to the gym and very early on in our relationship we would be like hey lucy what are you doing today and she's like Mm -hmm. well i have to work out from this time to this time and Mm -hmm. i would be like okay well when can we hang out she's like well obviously after the gym yeah like Like, that was a priority like i i was less of a priority 
mm-hmm. in our relationship for a very long time. Yeah. And exercise and meal prepping, if that was the point in your journey that you were on, which was, mm-hmm. you know, what it was. But everything, I actually came second yeah. or third for a lot of the time because, do you know what I mean? I couldn't fit into your well, ideal was- calendar of controlling every aspect of your well, and just hanging and out was, with you wasn't, you know, it wasn't in the plan of the day. And so, yeah, like, no, it I, makes didn't, me, I didn't fit in. No, it makes me like sad to think that that's how I was. But like, honestly, if I had been given the choice back then, it's like exercise and your meal prep and all of this or Kelsey. It's like, gosh, I'm so happy and grateful that you like stuck with me through this. You, you know what you used to tell me? You said it's because I want to live a long and healthy life with you. And I used to think, which that's is so sweet. That's which is so true. Sweet. I know, but in the meantime, I'm like, you're being, you're super shit right now. Mm. You're so shit right now. And if you don't change something about you, there is no long and happy future because you're just yeah. being kind of awful and so distant. So you and- go. Like, I've done a lot of talking. Now people kind of know, like, what we're dealing with. So An obsessive person. Yeah. What's your side? My side is like. <laughs> when did you first notice something? Um. I don't know when exactly it was in your journey. I just know that at one point we were not living together. So if you've listened to our last episode of when we started living together, this was when we were living with Lucy's best friend. So we had finally moved in together. And for me, the reason that I brought up the past and like how we ate as children and as families is that food's actually very important to me. And I want to like eat with my people. And my love language is food. If you, like, I just want to give people delicious food. I want, you know what I mean? I just love having people over for dinner. It's my thing. And then I meet this woman who I'm like, oh my God, I love you. You're so perfect, hypothetically, but you're a little (laughs) bit crazy. And we're now living together and I want to cook like a meal together on a Mm -hmm. Friday night. And she's like, actually, no, I've already got my dinner planned. So if you let me know when your dinner's about a minute from being ready, that would be great and i'll just pop mine in the microwave and i'm like okay cool and you do that over and over and over again and you're like okay eventually she's gonna just stop doing what she's doing and she's gonna enjoy dinner with me and she didn't ever well yeah because i remember sitting down like explain your dinner and then i would like stir fry up all these vegetables and i'd have it over like rice or i'd bake some vegetables in the oven or like all these things i would have delicious dinners because i love to cook and it was healthy. And it was very healthy. And I wasn't like unhealthy at all. And I've always, like, do you know what I mean? That's how mm-hmm. I've grown up my whole life. So I'm over there watching her get ready. And she's, you know, like microwaving these like chicken breasts and boiled chicken that don't have any flavor or any sort of substance. Mm-hmm. Um, <laughs> do you know what I mean? She's not overly at this point really all that educated in the kitchen anyway so i'm like why have you not done a little something different with all this food like it was bland and she was just very restrictive and i was sad for her mm-hmm. but i was also like it looks disgusting what are you doing like yeah. i'm gonna sit over here and make this delicious stir fry and you're not gonna eat it with me so now it would like get to the point where you wouldn't actually even like sit and watch me cook it because it obviously mentally was probably a struggle for you mm-hmm. well i was hungry and you probably wanted to eat it, but you were so in the zone where she, I would just be like in the kitchen by myself cooking this dinner. And when I was about a minute ready, <laughs> there was this routine where I'd say, honey, I'm about a minute out. And she would come in and she would mosey her way around this kitchen and she would fling open the refrigerator and open up this Tupperware container that she's got her boiled chicken one minute in the microwave or whatever the heck it took and it's popping in there and i'm like (laughs) now you're microwaving chicken and broccoli (laughs) weirdo yeah she puts it on and she sits at the table and waits for me to like dish out my dinner and then just eats it and then it's finished and i'm over here like this is not romantic Mm -hmm. 
And there's a lot of things that I will do for you. And eventually I was just like, <laughs> oh. Mm-hmm. And then you got to the, also the obsessive point where every meal that you did make, you had to take a picture of it. Because you needed to document everything that you ate. You needed to document what your abs looked like that day in the gym mirror versus like your bedroom mirror. Mm-hmm. And you like, that's another thing we can dive into is like looking at your photos is like, not only were you food obsessed, not only were you fitness obsessed but you were obsessed like with yourself and like studying your body so here i am like battling the gym and battling Mm -hmm. you in the kitchen and battling you because you're always worried about yourself and you now you got to go work out and now you've got your bruises and like all of these things are starting to happen to your body and i'm just like this background noise because i don't really fit into your program yeah yeah and i was like i just want you to love me and i want to love you but and with all of this said like we still had some great fun times obviously Uh, everything in our relationship has been perfect when it came to food a lot of tension around food yeah like we would still you know go out on adventures and i'd be up for anything and we'd go to the river and we go Mate, we would go snowboarding and we would have our <laughs> rice and our canned tuna and our vegetables and yeah. our tupperware container and we would have to make sure that we ate lunch on the mountain at 11 a.m because that's when lucy needed to get her carbs in and yeah. i was like okay cool i'm into <laughs> packing our lunch for the snowboarding because it's expensive but yeah. like can we pack like a sandwich can like we pack something and she was like no it's like ah, oh, do you yeah. know what i mean so everything was just so dialed in and so like you know to the point where it's like measuring almonds measuring my cottage cheese measuring my veggies the peanut butter in the measuring my one tablespoon so of that it didn't peanut butter in the cups ready to spread on for the week um just all sorts of like you know obsessive behaviors around <laughs> food and so um you know i will just say if anybody's like dealing with things like this please know like a you're not alone and b there's a different way to live but it did take me a little bit and so um i don't know like unless there's anything else you sort of want to say on that do you want to sort of talk about more about how we kind of i don't know like kind of transitioned out of that i don't even know how that happened yeah like how did that talk to me about your side of it because i kind of know like the work that i started doing and i i kept it very secret i wasn't doing any work because i didn't have a problem yeah but like from your side like what did you start to notice you know as things progressed a little bit well i think i teased you a little bit because you got to this point where every Friday you would have a cheat meal. And mm-hmm. I was like, now is my shining moment. I can show her that the food that I make is actually delicious and she's missing out. And that bullshit chicken that she's eating is not worth it. And she's going to convert to my side. Yeah, so Kelsey, I'm going to get her. Kelsey would make me like she would know that it was cheat meal. And she would um, tell me what she wanted. She's like, I want a big burger. And I was like, I'm going to make the best burger in the world. Mm-hmm. And it's going to be like three layers and this and this and this. And she's going to get all of her monthly calories in this <laughs> one meal. <laughs> and I'm over here not working out, not really caring and eating like a fucking queen on a Friday. And I'm like, holy cow, I'm so sick because yeah. like I don't need the extra carbs. But <laughs> And this I'm is where I guess like- we left out one piece of the story mm-hmm. is like the, the whole eating disorder part came in where Monday to Friday was my like strict, you know, everything was measured. Everything was portioned out and rationed out Mm, then it was the weekend and that was my like time to shine and so i love food as well like i'm a massive foodie and so i then didn't know the control because kelsey would make me a like bomb ass cheat meal or we'd order something heaven forbid because like takeout no we didn't because we didn't have it wasn't in our budget we didn't order i made (laughs) all like sometimes we had pizza and stuff like that absolutely we did not (laughs) i would not have allowed it that was my crazy thing in our relationship oh i definitely you were food crazy and i was budget crazy okay well there was definitely times i remember like a cheat meal for me would be like a pizza so i don't know where i was having that but anyway what we kind of left out (laughs) with your other girlfriend (laughs) now's not the time doll (laughs) what we kind of left out was that like the weekends for me would then turn into like a really slippery slope and so it would be like you know these 
huge binging episodes and that's what I think then fueled me even more it's so sad to say but on the Monday to Friday to be so strict is because I would have these massive binging episodes on the weekend where I'd eat like ice cream sandwiches and McDonald's yeah, it was like the perfect time to date cookies she would have all these things with me because she could yeah and, and then on Monday she would go back to being yeah this person that I didn't know so Monday to Friday you were this totally different person and on the weekend you were this glimpse of fun and happy yeah. and involved and then it would stop Mm-hmm. yeah so like that's i guess how like i felt like i was in a bit of a cycle and a trap for so long because i would like do that on the weekend but then the whole next week i'd beat myself up about all the decisions i made and you know i was talking to that trainer that i was working with at the time and being like well it's because i did this and this and this and this and i ate this instead and i ate that in secret and i shouldn't have done this and that's why and you know she was kind of just like the poor thing like probably had nowhere to turn because you know we were communicating by via email a lot of the time but she like you know obviously could tell I had some issues um but I would blame myself for making those decisions on the weekend for not getting the results that I wanted and, and really, then I would feel guilty because I made the burger and now she's depressed about the burger and I'm like I thought we were having fun yeah and like really my it's body so did like hard. you know my body actually did look like if you were to compare all these photos I was comparing to my body actually did look like that like it didn't you know it, it's kind of like yeah we scary. look back now and I'm like holy cow you were jacked yeah like it's kind of scary to look at my body but um you know i did look like those but i was just so just like disordered about how i saw myself and about food that i couldn't see it um and so yeah like that's a part that i think we just kind of left out but then transitioning into like you know getting a little bit better like are there some things that you can remember that were like moments again where you're like oh okay and like this is what we're doing now because for me, there's a very clear no, moment when I not. remember. So why don't we talk about your clear moment? Because okay. for me, it was just like you would give these moments to <laughs> me to be, you were involved and then all of a sudden you yeah. would disappear again. So I only really hung on to those involved moments and I was like, yeah. okay, we're doing this now. And then all of a sudden you'd be back on something else and you'd have a new idea and you would tell me a million reasons why we had to be doing it this way. And I would follow along because I'm nice. Right. There's this one story I just need to tell because it's freaking hilarious. So I was obsessed with having this slow digesting protein at night because I needed enough protein to like fuel my muscles that I just torn open in my workout, which is very valid. Like if you know you want to build muscle, behind it works. This Hello. is how you build it. But this protein, a it ruins your stomach, like absolutely ruins it. It bungs you up for days. Um, but also, it's like it's not your you know it's not flour when you're cooking cookies and so i would treat it like flour and i would make these protein cookies and she's a wizard in the kitchen is what i was led to believe so first i started with just cooking dough is what i would use to eat i would eat this protein cookie dough and like that would be my midnight snack every night because i was like oh it's something sweet oh my gosh it's a treat and oh my gosh i like i don't want to dive into too many details about our snacks but like my favorite was when kelsey bought this like carrot juice so it was this because <laughs> she wasn't eating the same snacks as me cause because she's like, no that's well, fucking disgusting <laughs> i did eat the same snacks as you honey because you'd it make was your different cookies only i know but it was like she was making protein <laughs> cookies that exactly ate whatever it was at the night because it fit into her schedule and i was like oh my god the only thing i get to do with her is if i join her because she's not joining okay, me so like is when you... i guess i'll eat protein cookies at night and i was like i don't want protein cookies i don't know why she's calling them them <laughs> cookies they are crap 
I she's lying to me. She's microwaving protein powder in a, in the microwave and calling it a cake. And I'm like, it's not good. You're disgusting. But you bought this I'll carrot juice with you. So in this tall milk-looking bottle, and you bought this carrot juice, and you made these cookies. And I remember sitting next to you in bed, and we're eating them, and you were like, like as you're eating them, and I'm like. I remember that moment distinctly being like, okay, there is something wrong with me. Like, we're sitting here eating these disgusting cookies and she's not liking them. And I don't think you ate them all. No, I didn't. <laughs> but I just remember that moment being like, oh, the whole thing. Because she would go from cookies to muffins to mud cakes to this. <laughs> and she would just start calling these concoctions different things. But really, it was just protein powder and some sort of some other concoction of baking soda and what have you. <laughs> baking and soda then, and water and protein powder, basically. I know. And I was like, oh, my God. I just Remember can't. the frost? <laughs> i can't tell protein you ice some, cream you did some really weird oh things oh my gosh yeah okay so going into like so the for me i remember this distinctly because for anybody that knows when you're you know going through these like it just consumes your thoughts and so when you have this like glimmer of like hope that there's another way it really sticks out to you and so it was this midweek time and i ate a donut <laughs> and actually what really happened is that I guess what really felt good for me is what you and I went for sushi after. So I had this like fitness shoot that I was doing yeah, you the photo shoot. and you helped me out with it. And we went for sushi. It was like a Wednesday night. And I remember waking up the next day and my body felt great. And my workout the next morning was awesome. And I remember thinking to myself, like I didn't have this guilt. And I was like, wow, this is really weird. And then like, so I, I just remember distinctly that being a moment for me where I was like, my body's telling me something. Like I had a regular bowel movement in the morning. I was feeling energized all day instead of like sinking down in my chair, not being able to do anything. My body looked you good. Had a good workout versus yeah. feeling fat because so like, you actually ate a meal. Yeah. So all of these things happened midweek that were like completely different for me from the last few years. And so I was like, interesting. And then anyway, I shut that down. I went back to, you know, what I was doing, but I started like bit by bit implementing like these tiny little things and then there's this other moment that I remember so some time had passed but I remember sending you this photo of me with a bagel oh yeah because you had googled you google everything but you had been researching about when to eat carbs and you started eating bagels and captain crunch in your car at the gym <laughs> yeah but because it was this new thing where you were, were gonna allow yeah. yourself more well, of whatever the carbs before the workout gives you the energy the yeah. sugar restores your glucose after so like yeah, science makes sense now because i'm like actually know what i'm talking about but back then i was like okay i don't know what the hell's going on and so i remember this photo of me sending you this bagel and i said honey i'm gonna eat a bagel every day before i work out and for me this was like the underlying thing of like actually i just want to eat a freaking bagel that i missed because i've like been depriving myself of them but when i could wrap it into this like oh it's gonna help me perform it didn't feel as bad yeah and so every day i started eating these bagels and i felt really damn good my body was like oh my god yeah, i remember you texting me and you were like um so i started eating bagels and i actually feel better and yeah. i was like hallelujah yeah. she is coming back <laughs> and so from, Holy. The, from that moment on i think like i had some really just like i was just really trying to be my best <laughs> i was trying to break away from you know really depriving myself i'd have like you know, Monday night things and Tuesday night things and just little treats here and there. And I was starting to be like, you know what? Life is just too short. And I started really working on it. And then, you know, I would have, I guess, like some little episodes where it would, I would like drink on a Friday night and I would go to town. Mate, you would leave the bar. We would all be at the bar having drinks and Lucy would disappear. And we would think that she went to the bathroom and actually she walked across the street <laughs> in the winter to Max, bought some chocolate bars. How yeah. many? Like four. Four chocolate bars, ate them in the parking lot, and then came back to the yeah. bar because she didn't want anyone to know she had had the chocolate, but she couldn't go without the chocolate. <laughs> 
Well, I remember remember that time I was like, does anyone want dessert? Does anybody want to order dessert? Does anybody want a brownie for dessert? And like everybody would just ignore me because everyone's having a great time. Like it's loud in the bar. Nobody's thinking about dessert. And I'm like, oh my God, I need. So like I still have these like weird tendency things that were coming in. But yeah, I just, those started to become fewer and further between where I was like really putting attention and energy. Like I would say the same energy and attention I was putting into, um, you know, counting the calories and measuring things. I started to put into like, I want to overcome this and I don't want to actually have to deal with this. And that's where things started to get better. And you started enjoying food for what they taste. Yeah. What it tastes like. (laughs) Which is where we kind of are now. Because now I think, yes, that is a long journey. It is a sad journey. I'm sorry you went through it. I am sorry I had to go through that. Mm -hmm. We have very different perceptions of it. But now we're in this different place where... Food is actually one of the most important things in our relationship. Mm -hmm. We spend a lot of healthy time together around food, about planning food, about buying food, about making food, about Mm -hmm. eating food, about traveling like Our life revolves around food now in the best way. Even if we're going to someone's house for dinner, we pack a snack to eat on the way because (laughs) we love food so much. And in any bag that we have, there is snacks, I can promise you. We don't go anywhere without food, which is to come a whole lot of way from where we were before. Mm -hmm. And now we just like love it so much so yeah and we're still pretty you know health conscious oh we're very health conscious we are healthy people but we're just doing it from a like way different place like you know i think it's because i'm 30 (laughs) i'm thanking 30 for a lot of things this year because it's like you know what this is your body and for a woman you know what i love your body that's huge love it Mm -hmm. and i get to eat whatever i want i'm not really huge on exercising but like i just eat healthy delicious food and i'm happy and there's no guilt and i'm not mad at myself and do you know what i mean like i'm just in this really happy spot and i think now too the way that you are is a way better way Mm -hmm. to live and you're on this journey and you eat like i think probably six donuts a week (laughs) well and just to tie the loop for people that are probably out there being like okay but what like so Yes, my body is now very different from when it what it was and what it looked like when I was like that. But all I'll say is that my quality of life and how I view food and my relationship with people and, you know, restaurants and all those sorts of things is one million times better. And so, yeah, I might be carrying a little bit extra fat. And yeah, my hips decided that they would show up in life. And yeah, like, you know, I've got jiggly bits that I've got to tuck in certain places now that I'm like, okay, what the hell? Like, what's that from? And where like, did that come yeah, from? Yeah, like we <laughs> This talk, is new. Yeah, like we talk about it all the time because you're like, yeah, that's just, just supposed to I be there. Like, that's what happens to women now. <laughs> you are. And so like, yes, good. my body has changed. I still look super healthy, super in shape. And I'm just at this point now where I'm like, this is my body. This is where it wants to be. This is how it wants to show up. And my workouts are amazing. I feel... And you finally let your body show up for itself versus like forcing yeah, it to do what you exactly. want it to do. So I just started like, yes, I still like f- healthy food as a personal trainer is still like important to me, but I'm not going to say no to the cake. I'm not going to say no to the drinks. Yourself. I'm not going to say no oh to going Oh my God, out. don't ever say no to cake, please. <laughs> like you just, it's a better way to be. And so for those people there that are like, oh, you know, maybe I want to like work on that or something but i'm scared of what like my body will do or whatever just start doing it day by day and i promise you yeah you it was think a lot yourself. of very small steps yeah and it was a lot of things that actually didn't work out and we mm-hmm. went backwards but yeah um together we shall thrive yeah so i'm so, glad we dived into that are there any like other things that you just noticed like that you want to talk about or like anything i just was- think that like again i somehow every episode we tie this back to our relationship but i just think that it's important to I don't know for me I just know like that's like again like I said 
food is one of my love languages so i'm just mm-hmm. really grateful that we can share that now because at one point it was like a very slippery slope because i was mm-hmm. like man she's like if she doesn't figure this out yeah um just to like where we are now and i know how much food is important to us and like i just love it so um i know in the future that's kind of a big thing for us and we'll probably raise our kids with a lot of delicious food and make mm-hmm. them eat stuff they don't want to eat and sprouts yeah we'll thank <laughs> our parents later because we know we do and that's the thing yeah. too is like when we hang out with our parents we all love food yeah like it's so much a part of who we are so i just feel really grateful that mm-hmm. we get to do that together so i love you and you probably have a question for me right? i have a question for you this but is i what also we do. love you and oh. thank you for sticking by me like i know it wasn't always pretty and it wasn't pretty uh there was a lot more that we you know years, there was a lot of you- working out oh my god can i tell one story <laughs> yeah I kind of do imagine. I have the time? Yeah, you got the time, honey. I got a microphone, so watch out. So we, again, living with, tie into last episode, Lucy's best friend. We live in this, like, four-level, oh my god, what I was it, duplex something or other, like a new build. Anyways, we live on not the top floor. We live on the second from the top floor in our little um, bedroom. And upstairs is this little living room area, lots of space, whatever. Lucy's in this obsessive workout phase and it's like middle of summer, I'm telling you. And she's probably already been up for a run and she is sweating her ass off, I can guarantee. And I am laying in bed. I think it's probably a Saturday morning and it's like eight in the morning. Would you say, doll? Yeah, if yeah, not earlier. If, well, probably earlier. Let's say seven just to be <laughs> safe. So it's 7 a.m. on a Saturday and I hear this like thumping. I'm like, <laughs> oh my God. So it's like this thumping noise, right? <coughs> I'm sorry. I also have a cold. Well, there's this like loud, consistent thumping noise. And what I figure out is happening, it is lucy upstairs and she's got this like little side table thing from i don't know it's like the ones with like the tops that can be also a bench sometimes or you can flip it over and it can be a table and it's got storage in it so she is using that as like her bench what do you call a bench at the gym like her work not your work bench anyway so she's just like holding onto it jumping from like side to side like jumping over it jumping jumping she probably went side to side 30 times for like four minutes straight and i was just sleeping on the floor below her and i was like oh my god i could kill her i could actually <laughs> kill her we were not living together at this time i had stayed over because i thought she wanted to spend time with me but no she doesn't i wake up and she's gone and she's up there obsessing over like all this exercise she can do and she comes down into the bedroom after to like say oh like i feel so great i'm amazing and good morning and i love you and i was Check like out my six pack you are so annoying you are so annoying <laughs> And that just makes me so sad. Like, yeah, but like, can you understand why that was annoying? And I was like, totally. she's trying to be sexy. She's trying to impress me. She's trying to be the be all end all. And actually, she's just kind of annoying me. Yeah, totally. And I wish she would not do that while I'm sleeping. I wish she would hang out with me because if we're at home doing nothing, why would we do nothing when we could go to do something physical? Yeah. And it's like, oh my God, she just Stay won't Stay in bed with the love of your life on do a Sunday it. morning. I don't know why I got so into that, but that was a funny story. <laughs> okay, I do have a question for okay. you. Um, so during these years, uh, what is one thing that you wish that you could have said to me that you didn't? Um, if you would stop heating up that food that you made on Sunday with no flavor and let me cook you dinner, your life will probably be a whole lot better and a whole (laughs) lot easier. Yeah. That would be a good thing to have said to someone. Yeah. That's what I wish. (laughs) I like it. Is that rude? No. Okay, great. Um, I was thinking you were going to be way more 
Well, that just instantly came to me. So that's just what we're going to have to go with. And my first question for you, what is one thing that you would like to say to your younger self about your relationship with food? Well, I mean, it's hard because I'm thankful for the journey. I think it taught me a lot, but I don't think I needed to go to those deep, dark places. So I think I would have said to my younger self, like, just freaking stop obsessing like that little bit doesn't matter and live your life and you could die tomorrow and like i'd probably say a lot of things actually but you would write yourself a book i'd write myself a book but overall just like it doesn't matter like focus on what matters perfect um what was your favorite thing about those cheat meal nights my favorite thing about cooking you a cheat meal once a week was the fact that i could like actually impress you with the skills that i do have in the kitchen (laughs) And they weren't going to waste. It's like you bring this like skill set to a relationship, right? And yours was just so underutilized because I was every like, night I want to cook dinner. That's yeah. what I. That's what we do now. Is yeah. like I'd spend time in the kitchen cooking you dinner, and it's so much a part of our life. And in our dating years, you were yeah. like, mm, no. And I was like, yeah. I'll just cook myself dinner. Will you eat broccoli? <laughs> okay, this is so romantic. Totally. Um. So yeah, I was like, actually, just wanted to show off and have you be like, oh my god, you're good at something, versus oh. like, oh my gosh, I need to think about. I me still only. remember this dill pickle burger you made. Oh yeah, it was delicious. You put dill pickle chips in it. Mm-hmm. I still remember it Mm -hmm. because when you're like not eating much and that's something that you eat it's like (laughs) very memorable okay what um is so i'm gonna ask there's two parts to this question because you are originally from australia and Mm. now you live in canada so what are your favorite home-cooked meals one Mm. that you would have in australia and then the one in canada oh my gosh so in australia it'd be roast beef with yorkshire puddings shout out to my mum because that's the only person that i want to cook that for me um and then in canada oh my gosh that's like if you could have an ideal home-cooked meal tomorrow night what would you ask for um i really like like big bowls of it's hard to say like we talked about it in a different episode because you put down these like hot steamy bowls of like perfection um but i think like i don't know big casserole dishes that you make big... you want some sort of casserole actually i like or a noodle bowl yeah noodle bowls i love rice noodle like kelsey makes these delicious rice noodle bowls you gotta pick one okay i'm actually gonna switch gears okay one of your big sandwich you want a sandwich yeah i know you, you should ask for a sandwich yeah come on home cooked big with sandwich. a good salad yeah. on the side yeah that's what you should ask for i love that okay um okay my last question to you is someone else in your situation so i get actually a lot of questions all the time of like you know i don't have an eating disorder or i don't have this struggle but i can see someone in my life that does and so what advice would you give to someone that was in your situation I don't actually know the answer to this question because I'm not even entirely sure what I did. I think because it was so new in the relationship that I was trying to also impress you in ways. Mm -hmm. It was like, yeah, you were so focused on yourself, but then that gave me a place to be focused on myself. And I was like, okay, cool. For this point in my life, I I don't mind being a little bit selfish anyway. Yeah. So because you were so selfish and I was like, that's what she wants to do. She wants to obsess with herself. She wants her own life. She wants Mm -hmm. her own friends. Well, fuck you. Go do that. Mm -hmm. Because I also kind of love myself right now too. And I'm (laughs) going to do me. And like, hopefully this works out because you can't change me either. Like as much as you were super independent and doing your own thing, I also had a backbone and I was like, okay, well you do you. And like, I'll wait for you and I'll prove to you that you're actually really missing out. Because I was like this cute, innocent side that you like hadn't really even 
gone down that path with because you were just like so hard and so focused and so this mm-hmm. and so that that it was like i'm over here just like wanting to build a house and yeah. a family and like stay home <laughs> and cook home cook meals and tell stories with and do crafts with yeah. and you know fold laundry with and like this <laughs> ideal life that i wanted and you were like i don't have time for you because i am working out yeah i am but pulling up at the like you know what i mean like we yeah. just had very different things so the fact that you weren't there i don't know because i could have said something earlier I could have been like, you know, you actually really annoy me or I could have just let you keep going. But I think also I, <laughs> there were like little things where you could tell that you were open to feedback. And a lot of the times you weren't mm-hmm. and you yelled at me a lot, mm-hmm. not in like a yell, yell, yell way, but I would try to give you a suggestion and you would have some snarky remark. But then I think you were smart enough to know that oh shit, she might have a point. Yeah. Like as much as you reacted as a snarky way, it was good for me to just still mm-hmm. like bite the bullet with you sometimes because i was like are you fucking weighing your peanut butter like you know what i mean or put extra peanut butter in your things i'm like you're having way more like stop yeah right like i just well and the questions that i get a lot uh like online are things about like it's not so much in a relationship it's like i have a friend who you know i'm worried about and maybe they have like an eating disorder that i've like noticed from what i've heard about people with eating disorders is they actually need someone to talk to so maybe Mm -hmm. ask them yeah like if you think that your friend's going off the rails and she hasn't eaten or she's throwing up her food or she's obsessive and that she and -hmm. and you're worried about her maybe say hey sweetie i'm a little bit worried about you when last time you ate some lunch agreed yeah because okay yeah cool you can have secrets but you can also just straight up ask a person yeah i think just starting with that asking and not assuming and just asking yeah and say i'm not judging you i have no idea but is there a possibility that you blah 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 blah, and do you need someone to talk to and i will say that if someone had you know like if you had come to me with that i probably wouldn't no i probably wouldn't have i wasn't ready to accept anything no you're and so like just as a as the friend like don't be scared that they're not going to receive it the same way but it will make a difference in their life eventually because when they're ready to ask for some help or ready to come around they'll probably go to you yeah it's hard because i think i'm also one of my downfalls is i'm one of the most empathetic people in the world so because i haven't had an eating disorder and gone exactly through what you're going through i felt real shit about myself Mm -hmm. in a lot of my life so like i'm like yeah you know what that's your that's your thing so you yeah. need time you need space you figure it out and i'll just wait for you yeah I because don't know I, I don't think that you're bad and i don't think that you're wrong i just think that you need some help and you're obviously not taking it from me so take your time and when you realize that i was right i will be here yeah i don't know how you did it to be honest like i put myself in your shoes sometimes and i'm like man i would have been saying stuff and like booking you in for appointments and like i would have been just like a completely different person so i don't know how you did that yeah i don't know really either but Mm. i do it with a lot of people so that's just kind of how i live my life i think i have one last question for you we've talked a lot about it before and i don't know why we talk about food so much but um if you could describe one of your cheat meals um that you had while in the depths of your eating disorder what was the best part about it and like what was like your actual one that you remember a lot whether it made you feel the most guilty or it made you feel the happiest or it was like that turning point when you ate 9,000 desserts and 17 Kit Kats in bed while I was sleeping. Um, (laughs) No, those ones weren't good. Like, I think like one of the memorable ones for me, I I mentioned it before, was this dill pickle burger you made. So you made it with these homemade fries and I remember eating it and being like, you know what? That was like, I still overanalyzed it, of course. I was like, that was potatoes, that was beef, that was a bun, that was all these things. But it was actually like, you know, it was bun from a bakery, like a fresh bakery around the corner. It was fresh. Yeah, I like went all out for these cheat meals because I was trying to actually persuade you. Like if I could have. Yeah like been trying to get you into my cult i was doing everything possible i was like come over to the cult of eating delicious yeah. food but i remember so I like throw the best yeah it was so good and i remember over analyzing it and and then like 
and the next day being like, you know what, that was actually just like, you know, it was beef and it was potatoes and it was some carbs from the, like, it was just like not that bad. So like, I do remember that meal being delicious. I also remember having that meal and not then binging on like 20,000 other calories that night. And so it actually satisfied me. And so for whatever reason, that one sticks out for me. Um, But yeah, pretty much anything with cheese on it too, because cheese was just like a no-go. Um, but also one of the most delicious right? things in the whole world and oh so- my god side note this can be how we end i think we okay. should just stop here yeah remember that one time we went to portugal for 15 days and i gained 16 pounds <laughs> <laughs> oh god we ate bread and cheese and meat and then a dessert at every meal Every meal came with a tart, but it also came with bread to start. It didn't come with a tart. That was, like, forced. <laughs> when we ate a tart at every meal. Legitimately, we yeah. both gained, like, 16 pounds yeah. on a two-week trip to Portugal. Yeah. Because we had been so deprived of bread and cheese, clearly, <laughs> that we went there and we're like, well, it's on the table. We'll just all eat they it. Ate. It's there all they ate. It's all they ate. They ate it all time. All day, every yeah. day. Oh, yeah. my gosh. That was hilarious. We need to go back to Portugal. We love bread and cheese. And <laughs> I'm so happy that you eat with me now. So with that, we are out. Love you so much. Let's go eat some dinner, babe. Once again, we love you guys so much. We appreciate you for tuning in and supporting us. If you like what you heard here and you want more of this laughter, subscribe to this podcast. In the meantime, don't forget to head over to Instagram at Kelsey and Lucy. Check us out. Show us some love. Send a DM because we cannot wait to connect with you. All right. Bye-bye.